New York Gun Guys. We back. What's Taylor. up? Hey. Taylor. Yes. What's up? Hey. We back. Yes, we back. We here. Guess who's not here? Steve. And I texted him. Yeah. In the group chat. And you saw. Yeah. And he was like, I will not be joining today. Gentlemen, I apologize. I'm going to smack him around. Mm. We're going to get him. Definitely. <laughs> He better be here next time. Yeah. You know what it is? He has work at um, 11.45. Yeah, so it's kind of hard for him to get over here. Yeah, because then he's pretty much here for like, what, 45 minutes and he's got to yeah, go. he's got to go, yeah. It kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. It does. So we got to get back to doing this like a day a day before. Yeah, it's just sometimes our work schedules and life doesn't exactly line up. But we still try to put out the episodes in a timely fashion. Well, this is your whole life. Yeah. Your child doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. No. It. We can't say it. he or she, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's we a can. boy. Yeah. Oh, well, you sure? Careful what you say, man. Yeah. It. I mean, it. I don't want to misgender he, my he, baby. Has he told you yet what his pronouns are? Uh, not as of yet, but I'm <laughs> sure when he talks, he will say they. He. <laughs> he, me, I am he, man. Okay. He, yeah. man. He, man. He, man, woman hater. It's a good song. It's. <laughs> The beginning rift is <laughs> people are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, what are we? What are we doing? Like, oh, oh, we're recording. Yeah, <laughs> little light band. It is a that is a good song though. Have you ever heard it? No, really. Yeah, who, I'll who, show it to you after. Yeah, show it to me after. Who did uh, it? My fuck, man. The same people that did. Um, oh man, what the hell is the name of that song? The song where it's like um, saying "I love you" is. Not a word that I, it's a fucking like eighties band. I have no idea. It's man. like a shitty. They're not shitty, but. Extreme, extreme. Oh, they wrote that song more than words, yeah, and uh, right. Okay, no, I never, I never heard that song. He man, woman hater. I'm gonna play it for you over the monitors. Play it. It's a cool song. I'll play it for you after. All right, guys, welcome back to the New York Gun Guys <laughs> podcast. My name is John. We have Taylor here. Stevie is M I A. Uh, check us out: Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Unless you're boycotting them, then good for you. Check us out on Podbean. Um, Taylor, we are talking about a bill yep. right now that is in the, in the assembly. This is the 21 to 22 um, uh, session. So this is a current bill. Yeah. Um, and it was just recently updated January 6th of 2021. So very current. Correct. And we are talking about waiting periods. Yeah, waiting periods. Um, that's a common tool by the left to try and deny you your rights to be able to purchase, uh, possess, and own firearms. Um, they say that a lot of times if you are so angry and you are so mad that you will go out and buy a firearm yep. and commit some sort of crazy heinous crime yep. with it, but a waiting period will stop you and cool you down. Yeah, it also has to do with suicidal, you know, suicide attempts. I think this kind of co- this coincides with um, Biden, you know, when we covered Biden's gun control policies, they were talking about mental health, suicide. Um, you know, waiting periods are one of the things that they consider a, a good thing for people who might be suicidal. They can't go out buy a gun. Um, get their gun, bring it home, and 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 you know, uh, kill themselves. Unfortunately, um, so I think that also plays a role. Just so everybody knows, this this bill was introduced by uh, Pauline uh, Dinowitz, Galif. Sorry if I'm, you know mispronouncing names. names. Yeah, uh, Dickens definitely got that one right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Abenanti, Seawright, uh, and Gottfried Rosenthal, and Anglebright. I've never heard of any of these people, man. I don't know. <laughs> you got me. Definitely man. heard of Dickens. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have. Anyway, all right. So basically, this is um, this is uh, uh, amending. It's Assembly um, Bill four four nine. By the way, I don't think we mentioned. That. Oh right. Uh, what is it? A four four nine. Yeah, A four four nine in Assembly twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two regular if, session. We're gonna link it. But if anyone's ever googling any of these things, you have to write what session it's from or else like a million different things come yeah because sometimes so they try to re they reuse numbers yeah they resubmit things over the years and it doesn't get passed and then right. so you have, want to try and find the most current bill right. you can right so uh, A449 uh, you can just write 2021 session in the New York State Assembly and you'll it'll be the first link I will also post this in the show notes yeah but this is um uh, this is amending subdivision 12 of section 400 of the penal uh, the penal law which uh, has to go it's like with the registration of firearms yeah possession that, right transfer right licensing of firearms that's what right. that penal right. uh, 400 right. covers so uh i don't know you want to you want to read basically the only it's not you know when you look at it there's a lot crossed out there's a lot added um but that's just because they're pretty much crossing out and adding things right each section but basically all it's doing is saying that 
you have to wait 10 calendar days. Right. So what the law used to say is that um, in order to deliver, transfer a rifle, shotgun, or firearm, they in certain sections of the bill, they separate a firearm, which they basically means like handguns, and then another section of the bill, they sep- they specifically say rifle or shotgun. shotgun. So I'm just going to say firearm because it applies equally to both. Um, you know, firearm being a handgun, rifle, or a shotgun in, in this case. For for ease of use. Yeah, for ease of use. Firearms just cover everything. Right. Handguns, rifles, um, The shotguns. old law basically said um, that, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase here. It says, um, with the sale or transfer of, well, actually, I'm going to read it. <laughs> um, when a National Instant Criminal Background Check is required pursuant to state or federal law to be conducted through the National Instant Criminal Background Check System or its successor in connection with the sale or transfer of a rifle or shotgun to any person before delivering a rifle or shotgun to such person. Now, this is where the law changed. It used to be either a Nix issued a proceed response to the seller or transfer or 30 calendar days has elapsed. So basically, the old law was that once you get the Nix proceed, you could take the firearm, or 30 days has elapsed if you didn't get the proceed, and then the shop could then transfer it to you because the burden of proof have, has not been met that you cannot possess it. Now, they cross that out, and what they put in is um, delivering a rifle shotgun to such person, 10 business days shall have elapsed since the date of the seller or transfer contacted Nix to initiate a national instant criminal background check. So, basically, what they're saying is, if you go to buy a gun, the seller starts the 4473 for you. They submit it. From that point of submitting it, 10 days must elapse before you could take possession of that firearm. Right. I mean, and, that's the easiest way to say it is basically you go to buy a gun, you got to wait, wait 10 days to take it home. Right. Um, so, and then they also struck out at the bottom of that, it says, and Nix has not notified the seller or transfer that the transfer of the rifle or shotgun to such person should be denied. So they struck that out for some reason. Um, basically they're saying that within that 10 days, it should cover whether or not the person is denied or not. So I guess they don't need to put that in there, but, um, yeah. So basically they're saying that there's a 10 day waiting period that you have to go through in order to buy a firearm. Now I see a lot of problems with this. My first problem with it, John, is that. Why is there a waiting period on a constitutionally protected right if you are not a criminal or you're not under investigation? You know, I feel that it could be misused. I feel that it could be lengthened. I feel that it's putting a foot in the door that will allow other things to get in. Also, for let's just say you're traveling around the state of New York and you go upstate and you stop by a little podunk hole-in-the-wall gun shop and you find a gun you like up there. You know, you're traveling through... Um, you're on a vacation, whatever. You want to buy that firearm, right? Well, if this law passes, you have to wait 10 days to get that firearm. Now, do you have to go back up there to get that firearm? Yeah. Could they mail it to your house? No. No, but they can mail it to an FFO. Yeah, but then you have to then go through the background check again and yep. wait another 10 days mm-hmm. and pay money. Right. So you're paying shipping, transfer, Upon yeah. that, but you've already passed the background check. Right. So I don't know. I mean, theoretically, they can't mail it to you because you have to go there to physically pick it up. I I, well, I don't know. No. Well, you would just have to go through the background process twice. That would be it. Yeah. And you're paying more money and more yeah. time. So that's 20 days plus a minimum of maybe even $100 because shipping a gun isn't cheap. Hmm. And then a lot of places charge background check right. transfer fees, $40, yeah. $30. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense for them, you know, for um, for the government. I mean, the goal at the end of the day is to make it as as difficult as possible. Since they can't just outright ban ban you owning a firearm, the the goal is to make it as difficult as possible for you to get it. Right. But I don't agree with that. <laughs> well, obviously, I don't think anybody listening here agrees with. That. Right. There are there are some people who we've spoke to that do agree that, <clears throat> that do agree that a background check is. Um, I'm sorry, that a waiting period is okay. Um, their their argument is like, look, if they want to have a if they want to have a waiting period, um, you know, let the government do their job. Let them figure out why someone shouldn't have a firearm or whatever. That way, we don't have more instances of people using them for negative things. I understand that point of view. Uh, you know, do I also believe that that point of view is a little thought crimey? I I do. You yeah. know, I, I I think it's a I think it's a thought crime. You know, that's I think why we have the instant criminal background check, right? Because. So that way you don't have to wait. Right. So that way it's not a burden or an infringement to your yeah. right to purchase and possess a firearm. Yeah. Now, let's just say, John, for example, if in that 10-day period it was denied or delayed mm-hmm. or, you know, let's just say they do it instantly and there was a delay or a denial. That is then 
then there's steps that the government can take to investigate, okay, why was this person denied or why was this person delayed? Mm -hmm. And if you were denied, obviously the shop can't sell it to you. That would be very illegal. Right. And then if you were denied for whatever reason, if it's criminal, if you lied on the form, then that should be forwarded to the appropriate law enforcement agency for you to be then charged and arrested, whatever. So there are measures in place to stop people from getting firearms. Now, yeah, people fall through the cracks. I'm not going to say that doesn't happen. But the overwhelming majority of people that go through background checks do pass them and do get a firearm and don't commit crimes with them. So basically, you're hamstringing the rest of us because some people have issues and they decide to go out and purchase a firearm to do harm upon others. And I'm pretty sure, I don't have numbers or statistics in front of me, but I'm very sure that's a very, very minute percentage of the overall gun-owning population. What is the fact that the number of people that go out, buy a gun who don't have a criminal record, and then do something horrible with it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's an overwhelmingly small percentage, especially in 2020 where there was record numbers of gun sales. Yeah. Record numbers. There was also record numbers of crime. Well, yes, but... And record number of gun crime. Not necessarily um, Sorry related that. to that. They're not going to hear that. Oh. Yeah, I could cut that out. Oh, okay. No one, no one knows what that was. <laughs> was Only it? you know what that was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. You I'm hearing hear voices. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you know, not that I think that that's related at all. You yeah. know, I don't think that the increase in gun sales has anything to do with the increase in crime, especially when you look at what kind of crimes are being committed oh, yeah. and, and where they're being committed. You, you know, know, people lighting police stations on fire, you know. Oh just, yeah, just yeah, yeah. for that no, type. No, but I of... mean, there's, there's, look, there's a record number of, of gun crime right now in yeah. the city. You know, yeah, there New is. York, um, you know, gang shootings and things like that. I mean, there's videos. I think yeah, you, I just you sent, sent you that one. one. I yeah. saw it earlier. I saw another video. Um, it's crazy. People are like doing things with like rifles now. Oh yeah. The one you sent me was um, a guy walking down the street in the Bronx with, with an, an AK, AK. Fully, with an AK. Yeah, thirty round mag. Crazy. Just blatantly walking down the street with it, and he was yeah. caught on a surveillance. You know I'm surprised he had the thirty round mag because of the New York Safe Act. I know. It's amazing that criminals didn't actually follow the law there. He also had a pistol grip, too. Yeah, I know. It's, it's I crazy. I wonder if that gun was registered. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it must have been. He's an upstanding citizen. Right. And, o- open uh, carrying a firearm correct. In, the, in the boroughs correct. of New yeah. York. Yeah, so um, that. And uh, there was also a, a ring doorbell video that I saw of a dude with an, with an AR-15. Like, I think it was I saw in, you know, somewhere that it had to do with like a... Um, um, a recording studio, and they like shot, you know, shot it up. Basically, it's, I mean, you know, again, an AR fifteen song about it. You know, he had he had a pistol grip. I'm I'm very surprised. I'm sure it was registered, so I'm sure, I'm sure it's yeah. going to be no problem. Yeah. But um, I, I really hope everyone's catching the sarcasm. Here. <laughs> if you're not catching the sarcasm, you got problems. That's all I got to say. But um, hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully most of you are. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is just you know, just just feeds into the whole like these laws don't don't make a difference. Will those will those people be subject to a background check waiting period? Uh, definitely. They definitely went to a local shop and picked up those guns. Right. And yeah, passed the background check. Correct. And, yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. Note the sarcasm here, people. But this is what I'm getting at. The fact is that criminals will still continue to commit brazenly uh, yeah. out in the open crimes with right, firearms. Right. I mean, there well, was look, the we, other video we, I we sent you. We say it all the time that, that I mean, it's it's well said that um, gun laws only affect a law-abiding citizen. Right. I mean, that's a perfect example. Right. Now, to counter that, John, I'm going to play the other side to this. Sure. Say, well, if we don't have the laws, then how can we stop people once they commit crimes? And how could we, you know, bring them to justice if we don't have the laws? Sure. Uh, I can agree with that. But I also think that the laws need to make sense. Having right. a thirty-round magazine doesn't really make sense, you know. No. Out, you know, banning that, um, you know, banning pistol grips doesn't really make sense no. because it, the it, firearm itself, if you use the firearm, it doesn't matter what it looks like; it's still a firearm. Right. It doesn't matter whether it's a rifle, a handgun. I mean, look uh, at the end of the day. Rifle. Almost every fire, the the ownership of like every firearm is pretty much banned in New York City. You pretty much can't have anything without some sort of license and yeah, permitting yeah, licensing and, 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 and it's expensive you know, and time was, consuming. And it is. It's very expensive. I was, I was speaking with somebody not too long ago. Um, and he actually said to me that he looked into the process about buying a firearm while living in New York city. And he said, <laughs> all he said to me was, um, that there were a lot of money orders that needed to be <laughs> filled out. Yeah. It's just another tax. And it, right. you know what? It sucks. Cause it's a tax on like your safety. Yeah, basically, well, which it's a is tax on it, your rights, right? And it's it's terrible. Yeah. What happens when we start having to pay a tax to be able to say what we want on the internet? You know, wow, which you never know. You know, <laughs> I mean, that could be coming. You might have to pay a premium to be able to say what you want and not get banned, right? You know, it's it's scary shit. 
It is. You know, scary shit. It is. But I just think that the politicians now are emboldened into trying to pass the laws that they've been trying to pass for years. This bill has had two other times it was submitted, I think, for the past couple of years. Um, on the main page of it, it says like a 2017 to 2018, 2018 to 2019 or something like that. There was two other versions of this bill that they tried to enact. And um, I guess it didn't come to fruition, thankfully. But, you know, it, it just, like I said, it, it puts the brakes on people from exercising their rights, which I don't think that it would really fly with any other, like, let's just say the First Amendment. You know, do you have to wait 10 days before buying a book or publishing something on the Internet? Because you might be angry and something you post might be, quote, hate speech. And you have to put the brakes on it so that way you don't offend anybody or commit a thought crime. You know, it doesn't it doesn't work with other constitutionally protected rights. The only time, the only thing that they're trying to do is restrict your right to own firearms. And the people that really hate firearms in this country and your ability to own them want to try and control that. I just think it's it's utterly ridiculous, and I'm pretty sure that everybody listening here also thinks it is. But these laws, I, I mean, unless you really follow, you know, the bills that are being put out and put into the assembly and are going to be passed or whatever, nobody really knows about this. It's not covered in the media. Yeah. It's not covered... <clears throat> By large national groups, let's just say. We might even be the only people covering this right now. I don't know. Maybe. You know, uh, I, I will tell you that in this, this particular page from the 20 to 21 session, uh, there are no comments, which I'm surprised. Usually there's a, a lot of comments. Yeah. It was just introduced they, like right. a few a week ago. Right. And there's one rating. And of course, it's a one. <laughs> it's a one. It's a one out of five. Right. So one person... <laughs> God bless you. Yeah, uh, whoever you you're, are, you're, you're great. Yes, you're doing, you're but, doing some um, good work. Here. Guys, like go go on here. I'm sure a lot of you have signed up to be able to comment on this stuff, and you and you should be, and definitely vote nay for this. I, I mean, so here here's the other point, right? A lot of people will say that this is very important for mental health. Okay, where okay, you know, let's say you know you're going through something, um, you want to go out buy a gun, kill yourself. You go out, you buy it. Up oh, now, you have the ten day waiting period. That gives you time to maybe change your mind or get help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, do you think that 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 could help somebody here? I mean, I guess it it could help, right? I think that honestly, if somebody really wants to do that and they have to and they find out that oh, I can't kill myself with a firearm, I have to wait ten days. If they want to do it, they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. As fucked up as that sounds, and I don't advocate for people doing that, but. You know, this may sound a little harsh, John, but just because a person might want to do harm upon themselves doesn't mean that my rights should be limited. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that might be a really fucked up thing to say, Mm -hmm. but, you know, the individual who wants to harm themselves, should I have to give up my rights in order to save them? Right. And that's a really fucked up thing to think about. You know, your, your rights as a human being exist up until... It interferes with my life. You could do whatever you want in life as long as it doesn't interfere with my life. That's basically the, the premise of human rights. You know, governments don't oppress people. You have the freedom to do whatever you want, love whomever you want, smoke whatever you want, whatever. But that stops as soon as it infringes on my rights. So because you need help and you want to get a firearm to do harm to yourself, I mean, to put it bluntly, how is that my problem? Well, this just goes back to like you know basic political beliefs. I mean, I, I, I basically the, the the difference between like Democrats and Republicans or conservatives and you know the left side um, is that more or less the people on the right seem to think that things are like an individual problem, and yeah. then the people on the left think that it's like a societal problem. Correct, and you know that's the fundamental difference I believe right. uh, from the left and the right. So I can understand why the left would push this and saying that, hey, look, we have to think about the common good overall. We have to protect everybody. And then you're over here, you know, you're more right leaning, uh, of course. And Individualistic, I'd like to you, think. Right. And you're and, you, and that's what fuels your belief is like, look, I, I understand that some people have a, have that problem, but I don't. And therefore, I should not be subject to certain right. certain things and that, you know, they have to get help for themselves. Right. Not a collective, you know. A lot of these gun laws have to do with, like, the collective. Right. You know, I mean, a lot of laws have to do with the collective seatbelt laws. I mean, why, why do we have seatbelt laws? Certain states don't. Right. So <laughs> it's just another thing, you know. Right. Now, other certain countries in the world have higher rates of suicide than here in the U.S. I think Korea and Japan, and their gun ownership is almost non-existent over there. It's more of a cultural thing to them. And I, I don't mean to marginalize or generalize an entire population, but, mm-hmm. you know, here in the U.S., unfortunately... Well, just, like, we're talking about statistics. Yeah, you know. you in the, here in the U.S., we do have what I would 
think is a problem with suicides, quality of life. Um, You know, we seem to have the greatest country here in the world, and yet people still have the feeling like they need to harm themselves or, you know, end their own lives. And that's a very somber thing to think about. Yeah, and, Uh, you know, I don't think anyone would disagree with me. The saying having a firearm does it it it, it does facilitate the act of suicide. It, it it makes it easier for you. It, it does. does. You know, if you could just it's you know look I would at, agree look with at that. the law look at the law enforcement side of no, it. No, right? I, I agree look, with the, that. Law enforcement officers have a very high probability of suicide. Yeah, same thing with veterans. Right. And... I mean, there's there's law enforcement officers that go to work and they kill themselves in the locker room. Right. You know, and think about it, they have a firearm with them all the time. Right. So. I do think that the mere having it does it, it, it can make it easier for you to do it. I, I, I do agree with that that it is a quick it is the quickest form, right? I agree, right? But does that mean that having a, a waiting period does that really prevent anything? I think that's really well, what it comes down. If to. you already have a firearm and you're thinking about doing that, you know, again, I, I, I right. haven't been in that mental space, so I don't know what that's like. And I'm sorry if we brought the mood down with this, but this kind of gets into why these politicians. Yeah, it matters and why these politicians want to pass this law, because this is like what John says. This is the biggest thing they'll say. Yeah. It's about mental health and saving lives and stopping people from doing heinous shit. Um, I'm just curious, you know, if if you're someone who doesn't own a firearm and you are in a suicidal state of mind, is your first thought? Let me go buy a firearm. I mean, probably not because you're going to spend a shitload of money or, to do that. Or is your first thought like, I'm in this depressive state. I'm suicidal right Just, now. Let me take a handful of pills. Yeah. Or let me, you know, you know um, let me oneself. hang myself or let me, let me, you know, cut myself or, or something like that. D- does, mean, does it go through your head? Hey. Let me go and buy a firearm today. You know, you know, it's just right. Are you uh, going to spend five, six hundred dollars? You well, know, it's got nothing and... to do with the money. No, but it I mean, has, no, it has nothing to do with them. That that's irrelevant because if you're going to kill yourself, your money doesn't fucking make a difference. I but suppose. but to me, I think it's more of along the lines of someone who has a firearm and who is suicidal thinks to themselves, "Oh, well, it's my right." My firearm is what I'm going to use to yeah. kill myself. Someone who doesn't have a firearm might say, "Oh, well." I'm going to use my pills that I have to right. kill myself, it's or I'm going to use my knife to quickest, kill myself. Right. I guess it's whatever's quickest to you. But if you already have a firearm, that's a different story. Correct. I, well, that's what I'm saying. I wonder if a waiting period actually prevents suicide. I mean, there's no... How do you even study that? You can't, You would have really. to get people to admit, you know, right. I wanted to purchase a gun to kill myself, and <laughs> now I don't. I don't. Right. You know, it's like that. Right. Yeah. So, but like I said... My view of it, and it might seem kind of cold, it might seem kind of callous, is that, you know, another person's problems shouldn't dictate what my rights are. Just like, for example, if you think that, you know, like we've talked about in the past, hate speech. You know, if you think hate speech should be banned, technically hate speech is protected speech by the First Amendment. And hate speech is really only determined, like hate speech is determined to be hate speech by who's ever, let's just say, controlling what speech is. You know, in certain periods of time, that's changed. And let's just say in the 60s, radical, um, you know, people who were thought to be radical, like Martin Luther King Jr., that could have been considered hate speech by the people in power. But today, things are different. You know, right-leaning thought could be considered hate speech by people in power. But, you know, just because another person does something or thinks a certain way, that shouldn't infringe upon my rights. And like I said, it might be kind of a cold way to think about it, but I, I think it's more of an individual liberty and individual freedom. In the U.S., we have that. You can, like I said, love whoever you want, do whatever you want, be you know, smoke whatever you want, but if it doesn't interfere with me, then it shouldn't matter. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there's there's people that say, like, suicide should just be okay. Yeah, yeah, there are, and the, the whole remember that whole like assisted suicide right. thing and Kevorkian, right. and you know it gets down to like I said, individual freedom and individual yeah. choice. You know, who is yeah. somebody else to tell me what is best? How for to end my your life. own life? Yeah. yeah, and that I mean, it's, that's a that's a whole ethics thing, man. That's yeah, it's a crazy thing to <laughs> think about. Um, I don't I don't think that anyone should kill themselves. No, of course I, I not. Don't. Obviously, I, I you know it's it, it just kills me every time I hear about another cop who um who yeah. who, who kills themselves with their own gun. Yeah, it's fucking terrible, man. It is. You know, and there's even there's man, I've even heard of of cops who were, you know, who were on the job, who even got help through the job, and then ended up killing themselves with like someone else's gun. Mm. You know, because like you know even if like you go to like a psych services and then you know. Usually, what happens is they'll they'll take away your gun from you just as a preventative measure. Yeah. You get therapy help and stuff like that. Eventually, down the line, you can get it back. Now, what happens if you're going through this? I mean, just because you you have gone through that path, 
they take your gun, you're, you still go to work. You know, you still go to work. You're not on the street. You yeah. might do an inside job, admin job. You're still surrounded by firearms everywhere. Yeah. So what's stopping somebody from just, you know, grabbing one and, and, and doing it? You know, it's like, eh. It's just it's just another thing, man. Like, the, do do. I don't think this law is going to prevent any suicides, unfortunately. No. I really don't. I don't see anywhere in here where they mention that's the, the reasoning behind it. No, but in the past, people have spoken about waiting periods either as a cool-down period right. or a mental health thing. That's what generally right. the politicians put well, it under you, the guise of. Okay, so moving on from suicides. Okay. I, I don't... Because I, 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 my personal belief is that this is not going to prevent the suicide. If they pass it and it does prevent the suicide, that's awesome. Right. Do I think it's going to... The likelihood is low. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is good for a cool-down period? Um, for people who might, you know, if you know, I want to, if I want to, you know, do some heinous terrorist-like action, and I, you know, I'm gonna go buy a gun. Wait, you know, I can either get it right now or I can wait the ten days and have it. Do you think it's gonna prevent something I th- like that, like I think a shooting? The, I think in the term of heinous terroristic type action, no, because generally those things are planned out right. long time. They're okay. very thought out. Rarely is there ever a a thing where it's purely impulsive and on the spot. I mean, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but, you know, even let's just say, for example, the Las Vegas shooting. Right. I mean, that guy, there's, there's things people will dispute and allege and conspiracy theories. But, you know, he was at that hotel for what, like a week? And he, for a long time. Yeah, he brought yeah. in all those guns and he, you know, he waited for that concert and then started raining down hellfire. You know, who's to say that a waiting period was going to stop that guy? Right. I mean, he, he had that planned out. It was methodical. Right. You know, the same thing with the the Virginia Tech shooter. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy wrote all these... He had those little video diaries, the pathetic video diaries that mm-hmm. he um, he recorded and saying how the world, you know, was going to pay and yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera, crazy guy shit. Right. You know, was a waiting period going to stop him? He had two handguns. Right. You know? I don't think so. It No. So, again, I think that if you're really planning something heinous, 10-day waiting periods of any kind unless they actually stop you from buying a firearm, right. isn't going to do crap. Mm. Now, if you could, you what could about say, the lo- what well, about the lone say, wolf, you know, like, I'm mad at you, I'm going to go get a gun and kill you. Maybe, maybe, okay, here's here's a thought. Maybe you're, you know, you come home, you find your wife is in the bed with another dude. It happens to people. It does. And, and listen, man, murders happen that way. <laughs> people get killed that way. Oh, I know they Be do. Be very careful Yeah, <laughs> if, if that's the kind of life you yeah. want to live. People, I mean, you could read about it. People are killed that way. Oh, yeah. Do you think like, okay, you, you go home, you find your wife in bed with another dude. You know, it's a whole it's a whole big thing. All of a sudden, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go get a gun. I'm going to kill this guy next time I see him. You know? Or I know where he lives. He's my neighbor. I'm going to go get I mean, a gun. do you think in 10 do days think- the fact that he banged your wife will change? Right, but that's <laughs> well. That's my point. I mean, do you think that? Do you think the ten day waiting period? You know, at some point, it's got to say, well, ten days won't be enough to prevent that. And this is what I'm getting. Thirty days won't at. be enough. That's sixty days. That's a exactly year. what I'm getting at. Right. It opens the door to further limits on your rights. Further restrictions. All it's going to take is for one guy to do it after the ten day waiting period. Right. But, oh shit! I guess it's not not enough. Not enough. And then all of a sudden, you have thirty, 30 days. days. Right. One gun a month. And once this is law, it's going to be easy to amend. Right. Oh, you know what? Oh wow, thirty days wasn't enough. Let's go to ninety days. Or yeah, or you have to you know keep your firearms locked. Like in certain, like in DC, you have to keep them disassembled, locked up, ammunition separate from the. You know, it, it's these crazy laws, man. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I joked about you know things not changing within ten days of some dude banging your wife, but like, you know, realistically. I could potentially see, like you said, a cool down period, but I don't think that that is justification enough to limit the rights of other people. Mm. You already have a background check. In this country, you're innocent until you commit a crime. And even then, you're innocent until you're proven to have committed that crime. Right. So, you know, why then are you going to thought police somebody about something they could do in a small percentage of the people that go and buy guns? To me, that doesn't make sense. It absolutely doesn't. And I think these politicians are now just realizing that they can't, like you said, can't outright ban the firearms. So now they're just trying to get stop you from getting them. These dumb taxes, these dumb waiting periods, these dumb registration schemes, these dumb everything. It's just a way to limit your rights. And I think that you really need to push back and say, no, keep your hands off my fucking guns. I think that waiting period laws are such a... um such an easy target for uh, for politicians because yeah. it's, you know what it almost seems it almost seems even to me hey that, that's reasonable right it almost feels like hey that's not that bad right 
they can say, oh, you know, look, it's 10 days. It's not that bad. Think about it. You might prevent, we might be able to prevent a shooting. We might be able to prevent a suicide. It's only 10 days. You know, it's less than two weeks. I can almost see a lot of people being like, you know what? At least they're not doing something else. At least it's not 30 days. At least it's not a year. Okay, I, I can get behind that. You give them an inch they take at that out. point. And then also, to that rebuttal, I would say, well, Mr. Senator, Congressman, Governor, whatever, the gentleman in this video walking down the street with an AK in New York City, did he wait the 10 days? Did he have to go through the background check? Right. No. So who is this stopping? The right. law-abiding citizen or the criminal? It's right. not stopping the criminal. Right. So that that that's proof enough. I mean, that video, man, it was like watching Bigfoot. You're like, holy shit. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It just happened the other day, too. It's very recent. It's not one of these old videos. And then yeah. there was another video I sent you of the shootout in broad daylight. The guys mm. fucking just shooting each other out yeah. at, the, at the fucking corner. That happens a lot. Oh, I know. But it's, it was on video. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, it happens a lot on video. Call of Duty, Urban listen, Warfare. You know listen, what I mean? <laughs> I've, listen, I've been there. Yeah. When people are shooting at each other. Yeah. You know, rounds landed all around my all around my <laughs> patrol. I, shit happens, man. Yeah. Been, you know, I, I don't bet. talk I don't talk about my work stories a lot. Yeah, that one you I, told me. That one was I've crazy. I told you that one. That one, I mean that <laughs> that shit happened, man. Yeah. And um bling, 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 bling. it's is it's one thing when you're hearing it. Yeah. It's another thing when you're like, you know, In when it. they're ricocheting around you. <laughs> that shit's scary. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that shit is scary. You really, uh, things change when, you, when you're when you involved in something like that. Um, thankfully, it's never happened again. And thankfully, they weren't aiming for us. Oh, yeah. But that's besides, they were aiming at each other. Um, but <laughs> it happens. And it happens. It happens in broad daylight. It happens right in front of cop it's cars. It wild, happens, man. man. It, it, it happens. Right. So it's like, it doesn't matter who's around, what's around, right. how many people are around. It just doesn't make a difference. No. I mean, this that guy was walking, you know, in broad daylight. We had the uh, we had the other the other thing I was uh, talking about with the uh, the ring camera that you know that happened at night. People in a, in um in a recording studio they got shot at. So it's crazy. <laughs> I I just don't even know what else to say, man. Yeah, no, it but, is. But like the the waiting periods don't matter. Gun laws don't matter. They really don't matter to the law abiding citizen. Well, I mean, they matter to the law abiding citizen because well, they don't make yeah, but they you don't know, make you sense know, to the law abiding citizen. They only apply to the law abiding citizen, you know. We 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 say it. The politicians don't care. No, they don't. They, they really don't. don't care. No, because they have armed security. And even what happened at the Capitol. Yeah. You know. I mean, listen. Whatever you think it was right or wrong with what happened at the Capitol, they had armed security there that whisked them away and escorted them. And they were saying, "Oh, we had to duck and take cover." And Biden was talking about this one politician from Delaware that, as they were on the House floor ducking protecting themselves he was proud of one politician handing out masks to everybody to stop the spread of COVID-19 I'm like really dude like that's what you're focusing on did you, you did you see that Nancy Pelosi wants to introduce um the fine a fine for for carrying your firearm well it's a fine for avoiding the metal detectors correct correct yeah yeah so there's a I, I forgot I just saw an interview with her but I forgot her name she's from um, Colorado <clears throat> yeah she she carries a gun in and you're not allowed to carry a firearm on the floor no you're not you can keep it in your office and she actually applied for right. a DC concealed carry permit right but you could keep it in your office right. but you can't bring it to right. the floor so she decided fuck it I'm gonna bring it anyway yeah um, and she, you know, they put metal detectors in and she decided she wasn't going to go through. They eventually let her through. Yeah. Um, Nancy Pelosi is, wants to institute a $5,000 fine for, for your first, first offense and then a $10,000 for your second offense. Right. I think that's ridiculous because based on what had happened, why not be able to carry a firearm and exercise your rights? You know, it. They they're so they're so emboldened and so brazen about wanting to take away your rights. They forget that they have constant armed security, constant protection that I don't understand why. Well, she's a Republican. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably why, but, um, I just, I can't imagine, I can't imagine being Nancy Pelosi and thinking it's a good idea. I, I really can't. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe someone can shed some light, you know, on it for me. I can't imagine being Nancy Pelosi and being able and thinking to myself, you know what? At the end of the day, they're keeping guns out of their peers' hands. What are, is she afraid that she's going to get shot by her her peer? Yeah, allegedly they believe that things will get so heated in the debate in debates, oh, and that somebody will pull out a gun. And I'm like, really? Is this is this what we've resorted to? The you know the accusation that somebody is just so this is so not. It's not even there. No one has ever done this. Right. No one is. It's never happened. And yet Nancy Pelosi is scared of it. That's. I mean, what the hell? 
That, yeah. It's never happened. It's not like this has happened somewhere else where it got so bad. Someone attacked. Like, it's never happened, and yet they're worried about it. By I the mean, way, that, they're just alienating the, the right for, they really further are. and further. I saw a funny picture the other day, just to kind of lighten the mood a little bit, where they had the, the pictures of the fences and all the troops around right. D.C. for the inauguration. And he's like, Joe Biden is so afraid to um, take the presidency, he has to have armed troops and fences and everything but then the, the one below it it was a picture of Trump and Kim Jong-un walking into North Korea and Trump went and then it says but Trump went into North Korea without right. an escort right. and unarmed right like right. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it, listen it I mean they're making arrests right now for people who are saying that that they saw online people like planning yeah you know to there do was things. that guy that but was I, arrested you know, people, who people plan shit all the time and get arrested so it's just it's news right now there was um there was somebody it was in the news the other day who was arrested a man driving from virginia was arrested because he had an unregistered firearm and 500 rounds of ammunition in his truck and he went through a checkpoint at dc and he forgot that the gun was in there he does security for inauguration whatever he had an unauthorized inauguration pass and but they made a point in the article to say his pickup truck had stickers pro right and pro gun stickers on it and I'm like, really? What? What is that relevant? Like, yeah. they're just basically saying, "Oh, redneck guy in pickup truck with gun stickers gets arrested for having an unregistered firearm in D.C." But he was released on bail that night, so it couldn't have been that big of a deal, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. But you know, it's going to be crazy. The inauguration is in two days. Today is Monday, January 18th. The 20th is the inauguration, and I'm really curious to see how things go. Um, you know, it's going to be the start of a very crazy four years. Joe Biden has already, from the start, said certain things are priorities. Um, I, I saw something on the news that there's another migrant caravan coming from, like, Guatemala or some shit, and it's going to come here to the U.S., and he wants to provide amnesty to 11 million undocumented persons in this country. Yeah, but I also saw something that where he had said, like, now is not the time to immigrate here. <laughs> I don't know, man. You got me. It just seems like, and then there was a thing by the Daily Wire how all these Democratic governors are now flipping the script saying we need to reopen the states and we need to open oh, yeah. up the economy. And, and Cuomo did that well, too. Well, I called that a while ago. Yeah. yeah. It, it, after November, things are magically going to start to open and get better. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, John, I think with this bill, what people really need to do is go look it up, comment it on it, mm -hmm. vote nay. You know, call people. Yeah, call people. Let people know about it because I honestly feel like not a lot of people know about this shit. Lately, I feel like, John, we've been talking about laws and legislation and current events, which, but it's really important that we do. Um, some people might want to might say, oh, we're talk about guns more. It's like, listen, we could talk about guns, but honestly, this is a very important and decisive time in, in our history, especially in New York state history, let alone the history mm -hmm. of the country. Everything with the coronavirus, the most the most crazy presidential election I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, the transition of power, the people whom got who have gotten elected. It's going to lead the country in a totally different way, man. And yeah. I feel like if we don't bring these issues, even at a New York state level to light, then most people won't know about it. And then they won't be able to act on it. And they won't yeah. be able to call their politicians and right. say, you know, you guys suck. Well, I wouldn't you, say you, that. But you tell them that you're a one-issue voter right. and this is going to be the issue where you know you're going to vote them out next next year or whatever, whenever their next election year is. Right. That scares them more than anything. Depends. I'm no, I'm that scares them. Listen, career politicians, that's all they have. That's their fucking job. Yeah. They have to stay in government. So if, you, if enough people call them and say, hey, this law doesn't make any sense. I'm a one-issue voter. My Second Amendment rights matter. This isn't going to prevent anything. I'm letting you know, and I'm right. going to tell my family, and I'm going to tell my friends who are all two-way supporters, right. some on both either side, we're going to make sure that we vote you out next election. It's just simple as that. And that's another thing, too. The Second Amendment shouldn't be a partisan issue. It should be bipartisan. It should be yeah. about your rights. But unfortunately, it's been made a partisan issue in order to try and control a certain segment of the population, I yeah. feel like. you know. Well, I mean, gun laws have their roots in racism they and, do. and whatnot, um, which is... It's just so ironic that that's the left pushes gun yeah. control so hard when it it's it's historically it has its roots in preventing you know African Americans from being able to own guns in this country yeah correct and, and then this, other in this people country, of con right. other people of ethnic origins and right you know it so that I mean that's a story for another day. oh yeah and a lot of people know that already oh yeah but the most, fact but is most people don't though yeah most but it's don't. just it's just so it's just so strange to me that that's racism is such a big topic right now you know, in the United States. And yet we still have these laws that are preventing people that have, that have their roots in racism and they're right. still around. And 
it's I don't think it's progressive to say that we shouldn't really have you know as strict gun laws you know yeah. especially with everything that's going on in the world right I don't think it's it's weird for me to say hey like I want to I want to have a little more freedom to be able to protect myself and my family how is right. that weird and I think especially people who have been marginalized throughout U.S. history specifically the African American population the Asian American population like the Japanese uh, who were interned during World War II. Um, you know, I happen to think that they should be a really staunch advocate of the right to keep and bear arms. Right. I mean, I, I love the pictures of like the rooftop Koreans during the LA riots, you know, and they were, you know, protecting their businesses yeah. and, and carrying firearms right. openly in defiance right. of people who wanted to deprive them of their yeah. right to liberty. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that even, um, I, I say minority, but not in a bad way, like uh, po- uh, ethnic population minority, like African-American, Asian-American, uh, you know, right. indigenous peoples. Right. Um, because, listen, I could list every ethnic group in here. Right. Anybody who's not white, pretty much. You know, I think that everyone should be a, a staunch supporter of the Second Amendment. That should oh, be sure. an issue that's off the table yeah. for any political group, whether you're left, right, center, independent, any political group. Right. And you know what? It's This is weird. I would say that it should be the same on the same level as freedom of speech, but right now we're seeing a huge movement against freedom of speech. It's, right. it's absolutely insane with, with the banning of President Trump and a lot of other political figures and any... Of what they say is hate speech. Right. Inciting and, and speech. It's getting it's getting so bad that there are people who who are just... Are, are being outed as, like, supporters of Trump and that have been to a Trump rally and, like, they're getting their whole lives, like, canceled. There was a... Um, Oh geez, what was his name? Tucker Carlson just did yep. a uh, an interview with the guy Pink something, right? His his name of the he had a band. Let me see if I can look it up real quick. He's a singer in a band. I I, I searched his stuff because I was like, I wonder what his music sounds like. He looks like a hippie. <laughs> I don't know who the hell you're talking Ariel about. Ariel Pink. Oh yeah, uh, guys, if 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 you want to see like what what the left could do to you, look up Ariel Pink and just. Watch the interview with him on Tucker Carlson. He talks about how, you know, he's a recording artist, signed, has a lot of music, a lot of albums. He tours. Um, essentially, he went to the Trump rally the day of the uh, Capitol riot. And um, he was he was just at the, he went to a hotel. He went to this, the permitted, you know, actual like rally for Protest, Trump. And then yeah. he, well, th- it started as a rally. Right. And then he went back to his hotel. That's all he did politicians found out or his really what happened was his uh his record label found out that he was there put out a statement saying that you know we condemn everything that happened called them up and they were like hey we're dropping you oh shit all because he was there so now he can't record right no income no tours nothing he can't play his music all because he was there he was just at he was at the rally itself and then he went and he left he was never he never went into the building he wasn't even at the riots he wasn't even at the protest he just that's it he's canceled that's it wow. he's done that's wild i have yep. to look that up holy shit it's uh it's scary it's very scary they're pretty much take they're pretty much saying right now and i've seen who was it don don, don lemon don lemon don lemon <laughs> yeah he's saying like Basically, if you're even a supporter of Trump, like you, you're responsible for the for the Capitol breaches, and basically, you're taking the five thousand people who like stormed the Capitol, and you're like pretty much making whatever they did uh, the responsibility of seventy four million people in this country. Right. That's that's a dangerous thing to do. And there's even people on the left that are saying we have to slow down. We can't just right. say okay, well, it's everyone's responsibility. Who would have ever? I would have never thought that Trump would have caused you know quote unquote caused a riot you right. know at the capitol building I, I was saying it for a long time what's going to happen is he's going to he's going to lose he's going to complain and then he's going to go away i don't think he'll go away per se but i think that <laughs> yeah i don't think he's going to go away i think that he'll still be the figurehead let's just say of the right conservative movement. yeah but i mean he uh, people were saying oh he's gonna hold up in the white house no. he's never gonna leave he's no. never gonna that's it like we're, now it's gonna be a dictatorship if no. you were saying that shit you're nuts yeah but um that, that that's never gonna happen and you know that was never gonna happen with trump but um you know like he was gonna complain he was gonna say it was stolen and then he was just gonna leave right. the white house i mean he, he as a figure is never gonna go away he's always gonna <laughs> if they let him tweet right. you know he's always yeah. gonna be on parlor if Amazon web servers lets parlor back <laughs> you know it's all these things but he's always going to be there but you yeah. know he was just you know he was going to bitch and moan and complain and then he was going to leave the White House and Biden was going to take over that was going to be it and nobody expected this to happen 
No. Not no. even the Capitol Police expected no, this to happen. God, no. Right? So. No. no. And, you know, getting back to the issue of, let's just say, free speech, I think that, like I said earlier, free speech is defined by, or hate speech is defined by who is controlling. Would you want the government to decide what hate speech is? Because if you let the government have that power, then at some point, they might not like what you say. So and 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 then you're now and that's deemed as hate speech, yeah. and that's happening yeah. right now, yeah. And people will say, "Oh well," and I know we've we've even discussed this before, saying like, "Oh well, you know, they're private organizations; they could they could ban Trump if they want. They can until they start acting kind of as a de facto government." Yeah, you know, when the when the left is basically threatening them, you know, threatening these companies, um, you know, or saying to them like you know, the, their side of the political spectrum doesn't agree saying that Trump is, you know, causing riots, insurrection. These, these businesses pretty much have no choice but to right. ban If they are censor. just a platform, then they shouldn't be able to do that. Right. If they are a publisher, right. then they, sh- then they could do that, but then they have yeah. to abide by the rules of a publisher. And let's look at it this way. So Trump, Trump put out, Hey, let's, let's patriotically and peacefully march on the Capitol. And that's considered, insurrection and they ban him yet we have trending on twitter kill trump yeah kill pence hang pence why are those people not banned right it's so one-sided and this is what this is what people don't like it's not it's not very evenly you know distributed yeah and that's when twitter starts to become a de facto government censoring you know one political party oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. and that's you know that's why i was saying it's weird that you know i would say that their second amendment is you know, should be on the same tier, obviously, as your First Amendment. But the First Amendment's under attack now, too. It really is. You know, our freedoms are under attack. It's And it's never been more clear than it is now. No, no. I was trying to see. I had something here that um, I don't know if I could find it real quick. But basically, it was a quote from all the left-leaning politicians. Oh, here it is. So, um, you know, Kamala Harris once said, Protest- protesters should not let up. Nancy Pelosi one says, I just don't know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. Um, I forget this woman's name, but she said, if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and create a crowd and you push back on them and you tell them that they are not welcome anymore, anywhere. And then another person said, there needs to be unrest in the streets. It's this meme. I don't know if you know. Yeah. No, who, I've seen. Um, I've heard it all before. Yeah. I've so heard it all before. the left... Actually, inciting people and telling them to do things—that's not even. Then, but that's not even inciting violence. I don't think it's inciting violence. It's but not, literally, all me, Trump said was right. "fight like hell." Let me and explain, that's what the left is using. Let me explain why it's not inciting violence. It's not inciting any violence because Trump didn't say walk down the right. block, walk into the Capitol building. You know, oh, attack, I'm, I'm attack, not saying Trump. No, I know, but violence. I'm saying this is what what I'm what I'm trying to explain is this is why it's not considered that. You know, he, Trump didn't sit there and go, "Hey." Walk down the block, go into the Capitol, go onto the floor of the Capitol, you know, attack whoever you need to to get in there. Let's let's shut down the government. He didn't say that. Right. He said, let's let's go. Let's protest. And his his exact words are were make your voices peacefully and patriotically heard. Right. Just like what you just read isn't isn't inciting violence because they didn't say, hey, they're down there right now. Go walk down there and attack them. You know, both of them, it's not insurrection. It's not inciting violence. Right, but one side is saying that the other is. And that's... Correct. Exactly. And that's why I think that we're... Nobody... I don't think anyone would care if they censored Trump's tweets and they, you know, they blocked him if they did it fairly to the other side. We're just seeing it so unfairly played out. Right. And it really... If they're going to dive into censoring, you know, freedoms of, of speech... Then it it really they need to really think about doing it in a fair way, right? If you want to do that as a private as a, as a private company, good for you. I'm mm-hmm. not going to use your service, but you better do it in a fair way, or else it's going to be a problem. And the fact that somebody tried to create a platform for people to have more freedom of speech, but then was shut down anyway—that's what a lot of people have problems yeah. with. Oh yeah, in the term in the sense of parlor. Yeah, but that's a problem. But, it is. I mean, I listened to the Dan Bongino podcast. He's a he's a part owner in parlor and uh, he said they're going to be back. Good. Yeah. Good good for them. As they should be. But you know what he he and he made a good point. You know, we have companies like Google who are obviously left leaning. Um you know, uh Facebook obviously left left leaning. What happens when okay, you know what? They ban parlor, they ban everybody off of Twitter. We can't communicate that way. What happens when they start reading through your emails and saying, "Oh, you know what? This email has to do with, you know, Republican or conservative views." 
that email will 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 get stopped. Right through Gmail. Never, never gets sent through another right. service. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a possibility, right? It is because you're using piece, their service. Every piece of data that goes through can, in theory, be read. It can. There's no privacy there. Right. So you know they could just write in their terms of service. You're you know you have access will be to, to your data. To screening for potential violations. Well, they won't even of, write that. They'll just. Well, they could. They could just in the say terms of service. They could know? say that you know emails are subject to uh, screening uh, for uh, violent speech. Right. And now all of a sudden we've already deemed any Republican speak any Repu- Republican speech is considered hate speech and violent is very easy for him to say okay well that that email is never going to make it to its destination. Right. Right. Stopping yeah. the flow of ideas. I mean that's yeah. scary shit. It is. It definitely is. And I also think that stopping the flow of firearms into people's hands is also scary shit. Yeah, <laughs> wrapping that up. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a lot of stuff that's going on right now, man, and it is it's fucked up. It is. <laughs> it's fucked up. It is. Maybe maybe in an episode or two we'll talk about another gun yeah. and we'll 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 bring back a little maybe a little bit of history and yeah. um if people want to hear maybe about some other types of firearms, uh let us know. We don't have many fi- well, you know, I I have a, a limited selection of firearms. John has a limited selection of firearms, but um you know, if there's anything you want to hear about specifically more firearms driven, yeah. um yeah. let us know. It's a, it's a crazy time we live in. It is, but uh, I think that's all for today. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything else to say about no, this matter. Go um, look at this bill. Yeah. Go share it amongst your friends. Contact the people who are responsible for introducing this garbage piece of legislation. Right, but be respectful in your response to them, and be respectful in the way you you know you tell them that you disagree with this law or this potential law. Um, that's really the only way we can yeah. advance is in a respectful right. but firm manner. Right. So we don't want to be known as the. The, the people that, oh, these gun nuts just call and curse me out and threaten me and this, this, and this, which, you know, they <laughs> They'll will say, say that anyway. Yeah, they, they probably will. Yeah. All right, guys, check us out. Facebook, Instagram, like us, share us, um, subscribe to, you know, the Podbean, subscribe on Apple Podcast if you support them still. Yeah. Um, you know, Google Podcasts, whatever. Definitely subscribe because on uh, on Apple Podcasts, you actually, if you're subscribed to us, you actually get like a, a little notification that we release a new episode so that that's really great for us. Um, comment, tell us what you guys think. Tell us if you if you support this. I, I'm sure the overwhelming majority of people will say no. But if you do, tell us why. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna get the uh, you're not gonna get censored. No, God you no. We'll never get, censor anybody. Right, we're not gonna censor anybody. So, um, you know, we we still believe in freedom of speech. Yes. yes Even we though do. it's on a platform that doesn't believe in freedom <laughs> of speech, but yeah, we still believe in it. So check us out. Like I said, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Podbeam, Spotify, Spotify. Anywhere else you can find a podcast. If you can't find it, tell us. We'll put it on there. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, that's it. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. And as always, stay safe. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode of the New York Gun Guys podcast. If you guys enjoyed the show, check out our previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you can find a podcast. Uh, We have new episodes every Monday and Friday, so check us out. Uh, We're also on Instagram and Facebook at NYGunGuys. Check us out. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Share it. Uh, We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for tuning in, and as always, stay safe.